Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. Back in the 1990s, I was here at Water of Life. I was going to Water of Life Christian Training School, and we were instructed to read the Psalms, and I would read them. Back then, I, I ran into... I don't know if you've ever had this, but I had so much guilt come to the surface in my heart that I couldn't read the Psalms. I would open the Psalms up and it would say, uh, get rid of the wicked, and I would think, I'm dead. I mean, every time I would open the Psalms, it was talking about God, judgment on the wicked, and I was a dead man. I would burst into tears and I'd put the book away. I said, I can't read this. And I finally went to the Father, and I said, you've got to help me. I need some mercy. All I feel is guilt. I'm guilty. I was guilty about the food I was eating. I was guilty about where I was living. I was guilty about brushing my teeth. I was guilty about everything. It was the stuff coming to the surface, but I didn't know that. So I went to the Lord, and I said, I cannot read the Psalms. I can't. I can't. They're killing me. And the father said, I want you to go and read the book of Luke. I picked up the book of Luke, and I'm going to read you the scriptures that God led me to that first day I started reading Luke, and it broke my heart. Luke 1, verse 67. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Ghost. This is when the, uh, John the Baptist was born. And his father couldn't speak. The minute that he named John, John, his mouth was open. And he said, And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, just like he promised. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. And here's where I want to get to, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers, to perform, to make, to do the mercy promised to our fathers. He promised them mercy. He promised them mercy. And you know what I was looking for? I was looking for mercy. I was looking for mercy. I didn't see any. I'll go on. To perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. The oath which he swore under our father Isaac that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. What a beautiful prophecy when the baby John was born. Where did he get that? The, uh, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers. Turn with me to Micah chapter 7. If you've got a Bible like mine, it's, it's page 1158. <laughs> Micah chapter 7. The couple verses before Nahum. Verse 18. Who is a God like unto thee? Great way to start this. Who is a God like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity 
that passes by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage. He retaineth not his anger forever. He retaineth not his anger forever because he delighteth in mercy. He delighteth in mercy. Do you hear what it says about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Our God, our heavenly Father, Jehovah, he delighteth to show mercy. Delighteth. Let's go on. He will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities and will cast out all their sins into the depths of the sea. Thou will perform. Here we go. Thou will perform the truth to Jacob and the mercy to Abraham. The mercy to Abraham, which he had sworn under our fathers from the days of old. He delighteth in mercy. Do you need mercy? Do you need some mercy? We're going to find out where you'll find it. But he delighteth to show mercy. Like I've shared before, I've had four children I delighted to make them their favorite meal at night when I could. I delighted to make them their favorite dessert. I delighted to buy them gifts for their birthday or Christmas or whenever. I delighted to do that. Well, guess what? The Father delights to show mercy. He delights to show mercy. You delight to do some things? Well, the Father delights to show mercy to you. To you. Now, let's turn to Ephesians 2. Let's find out where we can find this mercy. It says, and you has he quickened, that's us, who were dead in trespasses and sins. Did you know you were dead in sin? You were dead. You have a soul, and that soul will never not exist. It will never not exist. It will exist through eternity. The problem is, where is it going to spend its eternity? And before you knew Jesus, you were dead in trespasses and sins. You were on your way to spend eternity away from God. Amen. Away from God. It says, and you has he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the course of the prince of the power of the air, that is Satan. Do you see right there it says, if you walk according to the course of the world, you are walking according to the prince of the power of the air. If you are walking like the world walks, you are walking in the devil. You are walking in the devil. The prince of the power of the air. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Are you being disobedient? You see who your father is? Are you being disobedient? Do you see who your father is? And he's not going to take care of you. All right, verse 3. Among whom also we all had our behavior, our conversations in times past, in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath even as others. You know, when you see that, the lust of the flesh, people immediately think that's all sexual stuff. You know, that could be a chocolate-covered donut. If you're being ruled by a chocolate-covered donut, you got a lust. 
watching your favorite TV show instead of obeying God. That's a lust. Do you know sleeping forever so you don't have to get up wanting to sleep and not do your job? That's a lust. Lust could be anything between you and God. Anything. It doesn't always have to be the opposite sex. All right, the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, here it is, but God, our Father, who is rich in mercy, rich in mercy. Remember, he delighteth to show mercy. He is rich in mercy. If you remember when he told, uh, he told Moses his personality, he said, I'm merciful, merciful. That was the first thing he described himself as. He is rich in mercy. For his great love wherein he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace are you saved. Do you see why you are quickened with Jesus why, when Jesus was raised from the dead, you were raised with him? Because of his great mercy. Because of his great mercy, he raised Jesus from the dead. It was his great mercy that sent Jesus to die for you and I. It was his mercy, his great mercy, and his great love wherewith he loved us. Even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace are you saved and has raised us up together with Jesus and made, made us sit together, made us sit together in heavenly places. Are you seated in heavenly places? Are you there yet? That's where you're supposed to be by the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. You need some mercy to get there? It's right here. And he has raised us up together, made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. How did we get there? For by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. God gives you, gives you as a gift, faith. So you can be saved. So you can be seated in heavenly places with Jesus. He gives you the faith as a gift. You don't even have to work for the faith. That's mercy. That's mercy. Nine, not of works lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Wherefore, remember... That you being in times past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands. At that time you were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, no hope and without God in the world. But now, but now you in Christ Jesus who were sometimes afar off, are made nigh, made nigh by the blood of Christ. You see where that mercy is? The mercy's in the gospel. The Father, it says in John three sixteen, 
For thou so loved the world. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. You know why he did it? Mercy. Mercy. He said with his great mercy, the mercy he had for us, he sent Jesus to die for us with mercy. Why? He gave us mercy. He gave us Jesus. He gave us Jesus. And Jesus took our sin on his own body. He took our weaknesses, our poverty, our, our perversities on his own body. You need some mercy for that? I'll show you where to get it. It's in the gospel. It's in the death, burial, and resurrection of, the, of Jesus. It says, we'll go back up there. For, but God, verse 4, who is rich in mercy. Who is rich in mercy. He delighteth to show mercy. You want some mercy? You need some mercy? Let's turn to Hebrews 4. Verse 16. Because of Jesus, because of the blood of Jesus. Remember, Jesus took his own blood that he shed on the tree and he took it into the holiest of holies in heaven and he sprinkled the heavenlies, sprinkled the heavenlies. And when he did that, in front of the Father, in front of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, his own blood that he shed for you and I, when he sprinkled the heavenlies, you and I were forgiven. You and I were justified. You and I were set apart to God. You and I were made perfect so the Father could dwell in us. That happened when Jesus sprinkled the blood. Now, look at Hebrews 4.16. Let us therefore... Therefore, why? Because Jesus died for us, was buried for us, and was raised again. Therefore, come boldly under the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. Do you see that? We may obtain mercy. We can go boldly into the throne of grace by the blood of Jesus to obtain mercy. Father, I need some mercy. Father, I need some mercy, and you have got to give it to me. I am here boldly because I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. I am covered in the blood of Jesus. I come boldly, and I need some mercy. You're going to get it? And find grace to help in time of need. He delights to show mercy. He delights to show mercy. You need mercy, it's in the gospel. And you can go boldly into the throne of grace and obtain it. And it'll be there. Expect it. Expect it. Because that's written in the Word of God. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.